Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I am Travis Bolosh. And this is the show where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And I was going to say that we're at Season 5, Episode 2, but Travis, I, I believe uh, there's some... Uh, well, I discovered conflict? something on uh, the Arrowverse here, Arrowverse Wiki, that they refer to uh, the previous episode as Episode 0 of Season 5, and they call this first episode of the fifth season of DC's I do tomorrow. Mm. All right. So I've got right here. Like, like I, I thought that was a common. I thought that was a kind of a cool kind of comic book thing to do too. You know what I mean? Mm. But none of the other ones really did it. So, although I think, I guess because it comes before the actual like non crossover story begins in a way, it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well, that's interesting. Like on uh, IMDb and Netflix or what have you, the CW, it is season two. So who do we align with in this? Or episode two, you mean? Um, yeah, episode I don't two. Know. I think we align. Want- no, we align. I can, we align with the, the cool, uh, wonderful people at Arrow Wiki. I think so too. And become the official podcast of the Arrow Wiki site. <laughs> Arrowfandom.com is a yeah. sponsor. Got to record an ad for that. Yeah. Great. Great. Okay, sure. I'll throw it out to them. <laughs> we'll see if we get a response. See if they ghost me the same way Don Morocco ghost, <laughs> ghosted me. So the name of this episode, be it one, be it one, two or, one, or zero or whatever the fuck, is Meet the Legends. <laughs> Travis. Please give us the description. Sarah, Ray, and Mick are shocked to discover that the legends have become famous. It seems that everyone except Sarah is loving the spotlight, so much so that they invited documentary crew on board the Wayrider to film them as they investigate a strange new blip in the timeline. The legends discovered that their new problem is none other than Rasputin, who happens to be straight out of hell, and it might be tougher than they thought. Meanwhile, Constantine thinks he knows the reason behind these new blips and informs the team that it won't be easy to defeat. Uh, all right. Okay. Look, I the, I love the people at Arrowwiki, but that's not a that's, that's not a synopsis. That's, that's a synopsis. A, that's not a that's not a teaser. Nope, that is a synopsis. That's that's what they've got here. Do we have to do the show? I, I mean, can we, can we just go? Can we just go to the plugs and Savage Brew? I mean, because <laughs> we got it. Yeah, we pretty much covered it. <sighs> so we open with uh well basically let's say they're doing the documentary thing they're doing uh the office what have you uh and i remember at the time at first i went Ugh, because i was sick of the genre yeah uh, it was my initial response but upon re-watching this i was like oh no it it it, it works I, I, I thought it felt a bit more like uh, behind the music like yeah, like, uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when this episode first aired, my first reaction was negative. I was like, I don't know. I liked that one. Upon reflection and rewatching it, I was like, oh, no, I really like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, like, uh, I mean, it's not not perfect. We've sung this song before, but in different ways that it hasn't. There's some some pretty cool shit here for sure. But uh, well, this yeah. one really made me laugh. And this is where the show has taken its turn at the end of crisis, not really connected yep. to the Arrowverse. And we are swinging to full comedy or mostly comedy. Yeah. And 
as reflected in, I, mean, I didn't even bother with these in the IMDb because there was like a ton. I was like, was this a fucking comedy now? I was like, yeah, it is. That mm. This is where they've turned that corner. It definitely feels different. It definitely feels uh, more big boy pants. Mm -hmm. And I love it. So the intro is this director, Kevin Harris, and uh, he's making a documentary about the legends. And the first thing we see are all the headlines about Hey World, because now they're famous. Everyone across the world saw them on their phones. And it's Legends Mania. And I, this, I fucking, uh, this part, as soon as uh, it's uh, Nick Zano in a Japanese soda ad, yeah, I cracked up. I was like, that was pretty cool. Great. Pretty well done. It was more Japanese whiskey for relax for relaxing. Oh, was that what it was? It, for relaxing times, make it Suntory times. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Mick gets to present best picture. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, La La Land. Oh shit. <laughs> um, and then uh Mona naked in a pile of bebos uh for a no fur campaign, growling sexily, as uh we will see in this episode, and this is the goodbye uh, mm -hmm. for Wolfie. We will mm -hmm. see Mona at the end of the season. Mm -hmm. But this is all like, can we give her an episode where she, I don't know, dresses up like a grown woman and uh yeah and is uh and being sexy yeah she was uh you know this is among her better performances it's the best uh, it's her best performance this yeah. is when i told you originally but by the end they yeah. totally do her dirty man That's oh just, yeah it's like little. see you later don't let the door hit your ass on the way out they even get a shot kid let's just so the audience is going to include that insert where we see her leaving make sure everyone <laughs> sees her leaving you know i didn't i gotta tell you I didn't take it that way at first, yeah. but you're absolutely right. Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> I, I've never looked at it that way. Yeah. <laughs> because, be, and I'll tell you why, because I got caught up with the sweetness of the moment with her and Mick. And Mick, yeah. And that, because that, that got me. And uh, that clouded exactly what you were just saying there. Yeah. Yep. Hey, don't let the door hit you on the ass, sweetie. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, okay. I, like I, I follow her, Ramona Young, I follow her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She's lovely young woman. And it's, yeah. It looks like she's still very successful and doing well. So that's great. That's And by the end, she does come back in the uh, the two part finale at the end. Mm -hmm. So cool. This is again, but the last Wolfie. This I think I said that three times last season. Know, like, this one for sure, Travis. <laughs> and uh, we see uh, Sarah and Ava with Obama at a ball game. I think the there's a shot or something like that yeah yeah i never called bayrod it's on the cover of some men's magazine and i want to want to get to this right now because this is what clanged with me and was rough for me when i first saw this and this is since this is the first time you've seen it yeah uh was all of the characters are immediately all invested in Bayrod and he's been a part of the team forever because there was never a Zari. It was always him. No, I like that. That's just, that's right out of, um, I don't know what season of Buffy it was where all of a sudden she had a sister. And, oh, okay. And like, like, it, like that basically the two, um, these, these two, it both happens in like, what is essentially the premiere depending on who you ask, Arrowverse or IMDb, but it's like <laughs> essentially the premiere for all intents and purposes for what we're doing with the, this season. This was the premiere, right? Where he's yes. introduced. Yeah, we we, and, we and, saw him first at the 
in the finale. Yeah, briefly. just briefly. Like, wow, who's that? And that, uh, yeah, no, uh, I was totally into it, man. I think he's awesome. I think he's great. And I, and I love right. that they don't waste any time uh, uh, explaining what the fuck's going on. But I, at the I, time, I could tell you, at the time, I felt a disconnect that all these characters already had this very deep relationship with a character that I didn't see happen. And I kind of like, I, I, yeah, I like it a lot because a lot okay. of the time okay, in the cool. past, in the past, there's times when there we were told there's supposed to be a connection between these characters. And sometimes it didn't really feel like there was that much. Of a connection, oh, that's a right? great point. That's a so, great point. so, uh, when you have an actor who just walks in and kicks ass and this guy's like super charming from the start, what's mm -hmm. his name? This actor. Let's oh, Shehan Sabayan. I guess. See, that's my fucking, I, 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 I mangle yeah. everybody's names. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Well, psh, sign me up to the, to the, to that fan club. Oh, well, like, let me, yeah. let me add. Well, I'm going to say this though. Yeah. There do you like hey man stoner guy characters because sometimes it gets he goes it gets really really cheech and chongish over the over the top oh, i mean when, when he when he asked should, when he asked should i bring my stash i was like, that that popped me hard there like yeah, oh, well, let's hey, get high, i <laughs> i i didn't have a problem with it because i know how good this guy is yeah, yeah, how yeah. good he is, and yeah, we'll see. And there's a, but Ed, well, there will be a somewhere you're going to be just like, okay, that's just, you yeah. Know. yeah. Um, but there is a payoff, a long term payoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Why is he such a stoner? And yeah. the seeds are in this episode, hmm. uh, and which I just picked up on. I'm like, that's some great storytelling, and yeah, and he. Cool. No, he believe me. Uh, by the way, you, Zari clearly coming back. They're like a duo uh, now, the brother and sister duo, kind of like the Wonder Twins, awesome. uh, more or less. At some point, yeah. so <laughs> we get the intro from Kevin uh, into this techno uh, intro into the uh, the, the Legends uh, theme and the black and white graphic. I liked. Uh, which is for the documentary. I think next episode, we're going to get the one that they go with for a while, which is cool and punk rock uh, that I, I really like. Right. So we uh, start with Ava. And what popped me good uh, this time was reading the descriptions uh, in the graphics in the documentary. So it's like Ava Sharp just says, former director of the Time Bureau. Cologne. Yeah. Yeah, some are better than others. Oh, some <laughs> but, are better than others, but I, some you know, really I, I, I never really is. This is totally nitpicky, but that font didn't feel like really? something from a documentary. Like, or like it felt like something. Well, I don't know. It, it never really fit for me. There's a lot of stuff that they were doing with the camera work to try to make it feel more documentary. -ish. Blame, Kev blame Kevin Harris. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh <laughs> yes kevin harris the, the yes, he's, choices he's, he's, he's an odd i think he's an auteur he's an auteur yeah yeah um uh, i don't know um yeah keep going keep going i mean i, I felt like i was gonna make a point there but uh but, but i kind of lost it so let's just keep <laughs> all right It'll come so out. the gist is uh eva's agreed to do this because the the senator who uh got imitated by charlie last season is trying to defund the legend says there's no transparency uh, and he's going to shut down the time bureau. So she's doing this documentary for transparency and, uh, and to ride the uh, legends wave of fame. They're going on. And they mentioned again, half the team is off at the crossover. There's a few more little, you know, little winks at the crossover here. Right. And then they cut to uh, 
Dr. Nate Haywood in his study uh, dressed like how Indiana Jones dresses when he's a teacher, yeah. which is great. And he's like, oh, the crossover. I had to take a rain check and then underneath not invited, which. Yes. That was good. That was funny. funny. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I got to tell you, my MVP of this episode is Nick Zano. I yeah, he's think he's really good. The yeah. Funniest one in this. He's got, he's, it's, he's, he's, that's well, he, uh, between him and Sarah for having to carry most of the scenes too. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah, Linda, he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's starting to, yeah. I mean, what are my scenes starting to, he's just, he's always been comfortable doing whatever they put in front of him. Right. Um, and he's, but I wonder how much more of it is his background on TV has been mainly in comedies. Uh, you know that uh, two broke girls. He, he was on the right, one, right. Teen Queen show forever, and that kind of thing. Little sitcomy, you know. Mm-hmm. It, I think he it, it play, when they're playing for comedy and like, hey man, just go over the top. You know, you got it. And he's a professional. He's been doing this his whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah, I hear. <laughs> Since yeah, he's a pro. He's a fucking pro, man. He's a fucking pro. Mm-hmm. Got the, and. Uh, yeah. And he's on the cover. They show these uh, just little montage where he's like on the cover of TS magazine, uh, which I guess is supposed to be GQ, and uh, hmm. about coming back to life. And he's doing modeling work. And he's like, "Fame's great, man. People just give you anything, and just it bullies a guy for his hat, and then puts the hat on, and it looks that's, terrible." It's pretty funny. That cut. That cut to him wearing it is pretty funny. Because like he hadn't so, seen what kind of hat it was at first. I know they did. It was a, funny a, thing is, it, whenever I see crew pictures, uh-huh. like like of, of the actual cat or cast pictures from things, he seemed he the, the, the Nick Zano's always back wearing hats like that. So Ooh. I wonder. I don't know if you've noticed that. I, I have find some, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen some from different seasons, and and he's a uh, the actual actors wearing those. Oh, and speaking of the set, just want to give a plug um, again for our friends at Bebo's Legends Podcast. Time after time on Instagram, who recently uh, interviewed Eric Gow, who plays uh, Mr. Parker, who we're going to see later in this season. Mm-hmm. And his description of working on that set sounds like it's awesome. Cool. He, yeah, just he just totally like, he's like, man, it is just so welcoming and fun. And that's great. They're having a great time. Totally positive area, which is, you know, I'm sure, you know, you know. I'm sure I'd sure like to join that just I know. for a day, just for a day. Just for a day. Come on. We got to make that happen. Come on. Now, look at the two of us. I told you, we're going to play the cops. Someday it's got to play itself out, buddy. Well, well, I'll tell you, Nick, when, when, when the Gideon guys guarantee when next season comes season back, yeah. they're going to be in time jail. I'm, that's I'm, all I'm going to say. That's the, the cliffhanger. Right. You, I'm not giving nothing away. We're going time because, because, and it's, so, I, it's sort of a wink because, um, a, one of the tropes of the CW shows is a season where the main character is in jail for a while. Arrow and Flash did it the same season. Right. It was ridiculous. Hmm. And for like, hey, now the legends are going to jail. You know, I'm like, let's do it. We could be prison guards. I we could be it. time time prison guards that they beat the shit out of. Yeah. I'd be like the 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 I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'd be. Yeah. I'd be. I'd be the guy who looks uh, looks after the library. That guy. That'd be my. Hey. 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 Did you return that on time? <laughs> no, I'll be. I'll be the the guy eating donuts behind the console 
not paying attention yeah, when the legends yeah. get, get loose because I'm too yeah, I'm too out. concerned with eating do- with eating exactly. donuts that Zari got me. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And what's on TV? And what's on TV in the background? I'm trying to think. Oh, um, um, God, it's got to be something, uh, some sort of deep cut. Uh, but uh, I just I don't know. Maybe Batman '66 would be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> You're loving it. Oh, I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. What's that? The, the Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. Oh, we we bring back Eric Gow. That's how we get a, okay. Eric Gow okay. another okay. gig. I don't I don't know what that means, but uh, I'll go with it. You'll you'll get it in you'll get it in a couple months. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> something's not right. Yeah, it's because he knows that you know Zari's missing deep down. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to we meet Bayrod in his dorm room, <laughs> blowing away uh, smoke uh, with his uh his totem. And uh, he's a future man, uh, is what that's uh, what his uh, uh, cryon says because technically he is. Because remember, it was like 2042, but now this is a 2042 where you know Zari's dystopian future didn't happen, and so he's just a dude who stole the family totem, and his family thinks he's at business school, and he's just getting high and flying through time having adventures. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Look, there I am, the the baby or whatever. Yeah, sees himself as a baby. And uh, then we see Charlie briefly. This is the only time we see Charlie in this episode. Yeah, this is weird. It was oh, weird. Yeah. It, it, there's a payoff to it, but it is weird. Okay. Um, her cryon is a shapeshifter, likes to party. And uh, she takes off on a jump ship. And Gideon uh, says, the ship is fully totemed. And yeah. your first like, what? What's going on? Is that does that mean something between the two of them, or is something wrong with Gideon? And something is wrong with Gideon. And I liked this bit. The whole something's wrong with Gideon because she's got some kind of virus or whatever it is. And if you hear her gibberish, all of her gibberish um, is legends references. Just one word references from every season, most of which involve Zari. It's a uh, little background thing because that's the ghost in the machine. Right, right, right. There's like Captain Cat and, duh, 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 and Bollywood and everything kind of involves Zari, which mm-hmm. I, is a touch. I, I I picked up on the whole like, oh, they're just referencing themselves. This time I picked up on, oh, most of them are about so Zari like being the ghost. Trying to warn them. The virus is actually her, her trying to get yeah, through kind of thing. Yeah, which cool. I, I didn't get that until the, this viewing. Three times it took me to get and she takes off in the jump ship and we get to Mona and she says that she's a copay and they underneath put uh, lycanthrope. Like, what does that mean? It means wolf, wolf, wolf woman. Oh, you okay. should have put wolf woman, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, again, like I mentioned, she not only dresses like an adult now, she's a mixed literary agent and she gets to get the line. Uh, Jesus, Peter, at least take me out first before you try to fuck me, huh? Yeah, before you know, yeah, yeah, that was good. I mean, they gave her something a little better, um, as I said, but and she did, uh, she was having a lot more fun, and and definitely, yeah, yeah this said, was I, like fun. I thought this was just more fun. grown up, yeah. more grown up. Well, that that's just a grown up. They're like, you think, I wonder if she asked. And they gave her a, a sex a sex appeal too, if I mean. They gave her sex. Uh, believe me, when I say how again why i have a fondness for moments because the this is my last memory and i was like yeah, yeah this was the one i liked because she looked amazing and yeah. she was being given adult things to do with the mm-hmm. exception of i'm gonna send a love letter to rasputin uh, 
That's weird. Anyways. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that. That one, I was like, okay. Um, Gary, uh, we see, I love Gary on the street. He drops his fucking sandwich. He's such a fucking loser. Walking down Granville, downtown Granville Street, downtown. Oh, very, okay. Very recognized. You see the Vogue Theater behind uh, them there. Uh, who's playing, you know who's playing the Vogue? I, I believe tonight. Who? Here in Vegas. <laughs> Crowded House. Remember Crowded House? Of course you do. Yeah, I remember. Like, na, na, um, na, na, na. What was the uh, hit? Hey now, hey now, don't dream oh, okay. it's over. But also, and whenever I fall at your feet. You remember that song? Nope. Um, Locked Out. It's another really good song. Uh, they, they're nice. Uh, they, they, got a, they got that kind of mature um, 80s rock. A lot of good ballads. Um, hmm. Distant Sun is a really good song. Um, yeah, with the, from a distant sun, we shower over everyone. Do you remember that one? Nope. Hmm. All right, Crowded House, formerly uh, Split Ends. I see now. I know that name as well. So mm-hmm. they had. They had, I don't know why sometimes I get fried. And I, I now see that song. I really do like. I, I didn't yeah. care for uh, the other one, but that song I really like. Okay. Anyways, the Vogue here on Granville Street. That guy—that's uh, you can tell they cleaned it up a bit for that shot. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because I thought they—I thought this looked sufficiently grimy. Because I thought yeah. they were—I thought yeah. I don't know what. By, they... by, by cleaned up, I mean they kicked the uh, homeless people down I the see. block. I see. <laughs> I see. Um, because I didn't know. I'm like, is this about? I thought they were going for New York. I thought this felt like it was supposed to be in New sure. York. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, and uh, when he's talking to the camera, his cry on his former villain, which I, I did I love. After he's like, they've accepted my apology. Like, if he's kind of tried to introduce himself without saying <laughs> that he was a villain once. Like, uh-huh. finally, okay, here it is, asshole, basically. <laughs> which was, you know, because we remember from last season how awkwardly they fucking handled that. Uh, the, the the redemption, it didn't make any sense. It was that stupid fairy godmother shit he was doing. And this is them sort of just being like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it doesn't make any sense, but yeah, we're keeping him around because we love the guy. And he's like, I was a hapless rube, you know, aren't I adorable? And they split him from Nora as the fairy godmother because she gave him his biggest wish. He's now Constantine's apprentice. And he shows a business card uh that just says like JC and more or something, you know, magic to he's the more. <laughs> I thought it was fun. And Constantine's like, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. So Ava hasn't told Sarah that there's going to be a documentary. And they throw her a welcoming back party. Ava's like, no, don't mention that Oliver died. So Sarah, Mick, and Ray arrive. Uh, and Kevin's there. And she's like, uh, Kevin. Yeah. And she, he meets Sarah. And she's like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, she don't want, she wants no part of this. And uh, Mick's knocking over cameraman. Uh, I, I love the word. Because the whole point is like Nate's like I didn't want to actually be in the crossover, and Ray's talking about all the different superheroes, and uh, right, and Nate's like, oh no, Superman must not have been that great. And I realized because the joke that they went with was, oh, Superman was there and he was really handsome. Yeah, playing on that, and my mind went to, I would I would have went with, oh yeah, no, we had two, and, yeah, and I realized. You could only pick one of those jokes. I'm sure that writer's room came up with both of those jokes. Right. Maybe they had a couple takes. Yeah. And you can't work. I, I, in my mind, tried to work them into one joke and you can't do it. I'll show you this. 
Uh, actually, we had two Supermen. One of which was extremely handsome. Yeah, but that you're then you're taking what Tyler Hoechlin's not handsome. Come on. Oh no. Well, whatever. That's just you got to be careful. Oh, the politics. Like the politics. Oh, please. Of the please. <laughs> you have no fucking idea. Sure. <laughs> so they go. Okay, fuck it. Let's just go to the temporal zone, and that goes to break. They leave a cameraman behind. That was kind of lame. Uh. I, I, then we meet Ray in the documentary, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Ray Palmer, the Atom," and underneath it just says, "The Atom." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that yeah. fucking cracked me up. I don't know if that was meant to be a joke or not, but now that you say it, yeah, you might be right because they've been making jokes with it before. <laughs> yeah, and Ray's problem is because everyone saw him as Neuron, people are fucking still scared of him. They put him on Time Magazine. <laughs> they. they they did him on Time Magazine like they did OJ on those magazines at first. Uh, right. And he's jogging and people were fucking scared of him, which made me fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was, I don't know if it was just him jogging made me laugh. <laughs> like, oh, I guess, you know, they're not constantly in the temporal zone. He can just hang out and go jogging. I don't know why. Right. And we find that Nora uh, is busy uh, being a fairy godmother for really bratty kids. That's that's all we get a heard. That that's pretty much uh, what we're yeah, gonna get. I'm, I might have missed that. Like I might yeah. yeah look. Oh, it's I a blink and you it's blinking. Yeah. You miss it. Yeah, they just show her with a kid who's clearly being a spoiled brat with this fucking frustrated look on her face, like she wants to kill the kid. Hmm. And there's a time quake, and Ava's trying to look professional, and she starts listing. Uh, all the things it could be, you know, time pirates, or then she says, or time sex tourism was the joke. And I was like, okay. That's, no, I mean, like, I don't know about that one. Is, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, about no, that one. I mean, like, it just felt a lot like, I don't know. I, I, it matched with the, the kind of more, as I keep saying, big boy pants. I guess I'll call it more grown up vibe, more mm-hmm. adult vibe that, that was generally there from everyone in this. Uh, there, oh, dude. This is more, uh, there's some more adult themes in this and things mm-hmm. that happen mm-hmm. than anything we've seen before. So oh, I, yes. I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. I don't, I, I don't know. For me. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. They might have maybe like felt like they were shoehorning it in. And maybe if I watched it again, I might I, see that. Like, I don't okay, know. Maybe that wasn't Look, working, I'm not, but... I've never been someone to say that's not something you should joke about. But when the no, tone but... of this show, I'm kind of like, I don't know. You're making, maybe you're it felt a little forced. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I got like no, you know what? This really felt a lot like this felt like a Rick and Morty episode, uh, oh, even within the uh, okay. with the uh, especially with the the TV stuff. I mean, I think by the end, like like the, the last, it feels like the last fifth of this is not documentary at all. You know what I mean? It just goes back to being a regular episode, yeah, which is well, they, kind they, of an interesting choice. But but when especially when it's within that um within the documentary kind of thing that they set up there. I, it totally feels like, like, remember, there's that quick kind of throwaway to mm-hmm. a bird hitting the outside of the wave, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right out. That's right out of uh, a Rick and Morty episode, man. So this time quake uh, is a level five. And Ava uh, is like, no, nothing to worry about. And Xano runs and goes, guys, it was a level five. That's so dangerous. And fucking <laughs> yes, murdered yes. me. It yes. murdered me. Yeah. It's why he's my MVP of this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murdered me. 
Yeah, he, so his funny. just his sense of humor really suits the the silliness of this episode, like, and his timing, his comedic timing. Yeah, that's what I was talking hilarious. about, man. Yeah, yeah. And so the, the problems in 1917 Russia, and then we start this whole uh, little uh, I don't know D plot, uh, E plot of Ray trying to come up with a catchphrase because he's on camera. Yeah, and they yeah, all yeah. suck. And I feel like I, I I know he said it at the end, but I, but you're gonna have to repeat it to me at the end. Don't don't tell me. Oh yet. oh, his final the one that yeah works. the one he ended up. Oh with, yeah, like, I'm like saving a, it because it's great. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I like that a lot, uh, dude. I like uh, him. This guy. At first, actually, you know, at first I was like, what are they doing? If it, like, you know, they run into this in the past when they try to be a little too cute for their own good, and you know, maybe there was some of that here in, in parts, mm-hmm. um, and um. But and maybe this is a perfect example of the time. So I'm like, hey, come on, guys. Uh, but by the end, yeah, I, I like the payoff. And uh, we got Nate trying to uh, steal in Sarah's gimmick. And then there's this line that it's got to be some kind of writer's room inside baseball. Because they're like, we need, hey, we need to go investigate and get in costumes. And Ray calls it a party snake is what they need and they're like what and he's like i said sneak or and it's real weird i'm like i don't get it and then i remembered i'm wait a minute i think i remember hearing it that way once and it i don't know if they're just goofing on a a blooper they left in or whatever it's way it's gotta be way way inside baseball maybe maybe hey yeah because it was it it did kind of throw me for a loop there too yeah it's so yeah. weird. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I think I kind of remember hearing one of the characters say that once and go, they say snake. Maybe like, someone drank uh, way too much at a, at a cast party and brought okay. up the old party okay. snake, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was going to go with slurred snake and they're keeping in. All right. All right. My, my, my pants. Keep it in your pants. So we cut to. Uh, the legends uh, in their costumes in 1917 Russia and the na- the narrator, Kevin, is like, this is the first uh, color footage of this era, uh, he says. And they're sneaking into the funeral for Rasputin, who leaps out of the coffin because he's hard to kill. And he's also the very first of many, many uh, this season. <laughs> uh, our first, our, our first, uh, 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 oh, what's the word I'm looking for, Travis? Our first competitor in everyone's favorite fun game. How many Capones? Mr. Capone, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's say you, oh, Travis Rasputin. Man. I got to go look up this this actor's name. Yeah. Um. Uh, let me let me see here. So he'd be under guest starring uh, Michael Eklund. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Um, I thought uh, in a, a Gary Oldman esque, especially in appearance. You reminded me of uh, Gary Oldman in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, the Coppola one uh, in mm-hmm. parts. Okay. Um, I thought he was he was he was told to kind of ham it up a bit, obviously, and the part called for it. So and I, I gotta say I was all in on on Rasputin, um, on Grigory or whatever you want to call. It. I, I'd go like one and a half, man. You know what? It is tough, tough, tough to get a one. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you, one and a half. 
I love them. I love them. I think and so I got good. a very, um, and me mangling names again. I got a very uh, Taiki Watiti vibe going on. All um, right. I see what a, you a mean. What's, a what's in the show. What, what we what, do in the shadows. What we, yeah, what yeah, we do yeah, in the yeah. shadows theme. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt big time. Man. Sure. I or Jermaine, Jermaine Clement from that yeah. show as well. Yeah. 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 Totally. Uh, that, I mean, I just got, what, what, what's his name again? Jermaine Clement. No, no, no. This actor who played Bruce Oh, sorry. Uh, shit. I just scrolled down again. Um, Michael Eklund. Uh, yeah, Michael Eklund. Like, unrecognizable. Bravo. He's fantastic. He, he's also a, he's not his first foray into the Arrowverse. Really? Uh, what else has he done? He did uh, season two of Arrow. He was Barton Mathis. Mm, okay. Ring any bells? Like he was in two nah. different episodes. Dude, I, I, I've seen State, him. State V yeah. Queen. <laughs> Uh, also, he also portrayed Will and Richter Maddox in Smallville and Bob, oh, okay. Bob in Gotham. <laughs> so oh. like he's, uh, he's, uh, he could have, he could have had a part in Crisis on Infinite. He could have had several yeah, parts he in Crisis man. on Infinite Earths. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Technically. Yeah. And retcon him in, man. Retcon this, retcon this guy in because he's, but he made me, he made me laugh. He, but when he had to have a sense of danger and yeah. it worked too. I just, uh, yeah. really good. Uh, the that, I mean, that might be our uh, highest. Physically. Th- those are, the, the, those are, I think our, are those our highest Capone scores. He, him ever? and, uh, 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 Billy Zane, we went really high on. I remember. I don't think we went one and a half, but really, uh, uh, wow. Well, uh, that just shows goes to show you the Eklund standard. That's what we call. Well, you know what we're gonna call it. You know what? That's what we're gonna do. Travis, you're a you're a goddamn genius, Gump. Because <laughs> how many Capones this season mm-hmm. has now? Everything has to try to live up to the Eklund standard because we it. get a ton of them, Great. a ton uh, yeah. uh, this season, and. Uh, uh-huh. I don't and know. Look, look, I'm sure some of the other uh, people are based on like Sarina Alexandra Romanov, Romanova, or whatever, and Sar Nicholas II. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm, we're not. I think doing we'll, that. we'll we'll do the. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> we're gonna no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, we're gonna be here all night. Yeah. There's only no, no, no. There's only <laughs> yeah. one Capone to, to talk about, and that's another thing about this season. There's gonna be a lot of. All right, you know, I'm gonna pick the main one. Good, <laughs> good. probably for the better of the. Unless, unless we start a Patreon that's just Capone's Capone, hey, chat. Capone chat with Capone the Beavis girls. <laughs> <laughs> so back on the wave rider, Sarah's like, fuck this, ignore the cameras. You know, hey, so Rasputin came back from the dead. Finally, something normal for me. <laughs> and uh, that, Ray, oh, this, I, wrote, I wrote one of uh, this one of Ray's. Uh, uh, failed catchphrases. Uh, that I don't know why I chose this one. Uh, maybe just because it's the worst one. It, but in on purpose. Uh, time to minimize the mishap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. And uh, she's like, "All right," and they're like, "All right, Captain, we're gonna take it seriously now. Let's go do what we do." And immediately, Nate is like, "Ava, you're in my shot." And then if you awesome. really, yeah, yeah. If you notice, almost, almost every time there's a can, the, the doing uh, Nate Zano's on camera, he's staring right down the barrel of it. Really? Yeah, yeah, because he's like, I love being famous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh man, whenever they do that, uh, the kind of 
um, uh, we're being filmed kind of thing and acknowledging the camera. Each one of these really works because it's got mm-hmm. all kind of ugly. Like they're not, they're, they're blocking their faces with thumbs up and things like that. Right. And, yeah. Um, like it's not, it is, it's the right amount of sloppy. Uh, even now uh, when, uh, Mona makes her her kind of. That's the funny. That is so fucking funny. Suggestion, it's and then get so one last funny. like glance right down the camera just to show that. She's Which is the, actually the the next thing I'm gonna say. Sarah's like, yeah. "All right, we're breaking into teams and do your shit." And Ray's having the conversation with Ava about Sarah being sad, and when Mona just awkwardly pops into the fucking frame and goes, "Maybe a condolence card," and looks right down the camera with a look that goes. I know this is stupid and then yeah. fades away is makes it's so funny. Yeah, it was really good. And then I, and this is when she was so charming is uh, where Ray and Nate are trying to come up with a name for the, the, the creatures this season. And they got evil do overs and a villain again. And Mona just jumps into the shot in a gorgeous blue sweater. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, encores, come on. Of course, it's the best, right? And it is the best. It's what we're using. Yeah. And this, I don't know. This all felt so fun. This felt like I love when I can watch some actors doing some shit, just clearly having fun. And that's what yeah. this felt like. But it, given material that that uh, that matches, um, mm-hmm. they, like, and sometimes they're like, uh, you can tell they're having a good time in the past to, and stuff like this. But this is also Kevin Mock directing this as well on, on a Grain Godfrey and James Egan script. Um, I don't know how many episodes Kevin Mock had directed before, but this does feel, well, it looks like quite a bit. Mm. He did. Oh, he did Moonshot. Our boy, uh, worked with him. Hey! Um, uh, and oh, all the Pateman heads, all the Pateman heads just uh, went, hey. <laughs> I, I was like, that's weird. He's listed as directed here. Now I'm clicking on him. It doesn't have a listed, uh. I was wanted to see what else, but it looks like he's he's been doing it for a while. I just like to me, it felt like uh, a whole new vibe. And it I is. Wonder if that That's was... what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's still the, that being said, it's still the kind of the same people that have been there before. It looks like he's directed other uh, episodes for a while. So I wonder just how much, like, how does a lot this... of them, a lot of them, a lot of the people who were at the core of the the change of tone of this show had been there for a while right and had now worked their way up the ladder i see uh, i see and a little is, more influence a little more rub yes. as it's got a little there in uh vince's ear a bit more as, as we say <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me, berlanti's ear <laughs> okay vince berlanti is our new vince character berlanti, oh my yep. god yep you just invented junior hey, you just junior, invented vince, vince berlanti, berlanti junior, junior. <laughs> Oh, don't think that that is not going to be used from now on on this show. <laughs> you know, when I first when we first started the show, I was like, I oh, mean, I don't want I don't want to do wrestling references, and I was like, man, we got to be us. Now, yeah, now yeah. we're getting you're you're getting a full Vince Vince Berlanti Jr. has now just entered the conversation of Gideon guys. Hilarious. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks, Travis. I needed that. I got an impression to do. See, I haven't done an impression in a while. So we cut to uh, New York City and uh, Gary and uh, Constantine are on a case and there's a camera crew with them for some reason. Uh, 
it didn't really make a lot of sense to me, but I don't care because I thought this was fun. And they got to go do an exorcism on a kid who's crawling up the walls in matching matching pajamas. And like Constantine, he's like, I don't know what's worse. I mean, like, do people really wear matching pajamas? And the way Gary goes, yeah, like not not like, you know, like we he's like, yeah, of course they do. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? I know, you know. No, I thought it meant. I thought it meant more like I own a pair of matching pajamas. That's what it I, is. I but it felt. Say, with, yeah. But he said it with confidence. Like, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, we're not There's nothing you know, wrong with that. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Dozens. <laughs> yeah, every now and then, man, a matching top and bottom pajama set. It's it's a joy. I've never I've never owned one in uh, since I was a kid. Mm. Uh, but but not with the buttons. Even like I'd always have like you know. Uh, the top one would be like from a video game in the bottom. Same thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Yours, yeah. Oh, yours still would be. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Minor, minor, dude. Come on. My Mick Rory underoos that I got on <laughs> fucking eat <laughs> that I got uh, on Etsy. Yeah. Oh my god! I can't imagine that. Just scarfing down Fruit Loops, watching. Uh, yep, watching Saturday morning cartoons. Still wearing. No, I have the adult size ones. I yeah, got them I on uh, Etsy. They're awesome. Know, well, actually, you're right. Uh, I hope, was, so. No, I no, hope no. so. Okay, hold on. No, no, he, yeah, but here's the thing: it wouldn't be Fruit Loops now. It'd be Raisin Bran. But okay, yeah. pardon me, pardon me, sir. I'm a Brandman. <laughs> Always have been my favorite cereal ever since I was a kid. Good. Then I discover what happens when you uh, watch cartoons all Saturday morning and eat an entire box of Raisin Bran. I learned that when I was about uh, seven. Uh, and I realized that diarrhea nightmare or what? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, dude, I thought I was going to die. Uh, I didn't know that that's what brand was for. Yeah. I just thought it was, I just thought it was delicious. They call him Machine Gun Johnny. Oof. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was not pleasant. It was very scary. <laughs> mm, all, all over right. the walls. It was terrible. Great. Like this kid crawling on the walls. You know, I, oh God, man, I managed to rope that back into something. And it's Masher. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> it's Masher. Remember we met Masher in hell uh, last uh, year? I don't know, but uh, yeah. So he sure. was the demon. He was the demon at the nightclub who was like, Constantine had sent to hell. And he's just like, no, nah, I, I don't hold a grudge. You know, I, I do. I'm doing well down here. Right. And he's like, gives him information and shit. Doing and well in hell. Yeah. And, uh, He's been let loose because uh, Astra's down there just letting souls loose left and right. And he takes the kid out for drinks to a fire escape. And uh, we'll get back to the end of that. Usually I break all these up, but I, I didn't do it this time. Mm-hmm. So look, this is the goose joke. I didn't even think of Rick and Morty. And you're right. I thought of like, I, I think it, things flying into invisible things. I just think I've seen a lot of, but Rick and Morty does strike a great tone as you mentioned with this whole episode i didn't even think of that until you mentioned it and i'm like i just said like uh, i can really say especially for the documentary stuff but uh, just for like especially how rasputin ends up that's some rick and morty shit oh oh, big time big time big time um uh but uh that uh just that establishing shot just like that kind of throwaway joke in an establishing Mm -hmm. shot yeah so sarah and bayrod are fixing gideon uh uh, and Bayrod mentions that the spotlight does weird things to people. So file that. Uh, uh, he, and he has something. He has something for uh, Sarah. And she's like, oh, not a, not a fucking card, I hope. And right in, in the background, like Ava's walking in with her card. 
and just like turns around and walks out. And at first I hated the joke. I was like, oh, that's sort of, you know, Three's Company-ish. You know, not, not to impugn the name, the great name of Three's Company. <laughs> but uh, but then the payoff as to what her card was uh, made me laugh a, a lot. But, uh-huh. he, but here's the first thing. It was not a card. Uh, Bayrod gave her a, a, a really, I don't know, creepy drawing of baby Ollie, baby Laurel, and baby Sarah having a tea party. Yeah, and, and and she's like touched by it and stuff, and it's it's a nice enough drawing. But do we? And here's here's the problem. Where, okay, yeah, and here's where I'll get where, um, with introducing this character is always part of the crew forever kind of thing. You can't just all of a sudden. Oh, and he's a cartoonist. By the way, he's, he by the way he's a bit of a cartoonist. Oh, you know what? He's never a, and he's never a cartoonist again. Again, uh, <laughs> garbage, nope. garbage. Then that's absolute trash. He's a guitar player. I thought, I thought that was player. meant to be like a. Uh, Nope. Uh, like a first kind of intro, and this is what he does. Even that, that's, but if that's like nothing that we ever mention again, then now, yeah, that's pretty bad. No, he, uh, pretty gu- bad. guitar playing, yes, that mm-hmm. that becomes canon, uh, but not not drawing, not, not that I can remember, and uh, nah, especially 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 not drawing. Uh, um, Carrie's a uh, tramp stamp uh, from uh, Vivo's Legends podcast because that's what that looks like. Oh my god. We love Carrie. We love our friends. She would laugh her ass off at that joke, so no one get offended for her. Okay? Thank <laughs> okay, you very okay. much. You say so. I'll tell her about it. She'll hear it. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> That's funny. And Laurel's card. I'm not Laurel's card. Uh, Ava's card. She's like, oh, I, don't know. I thought the card was okay. Uh, Dear Sarah, I'm sorry the vigilante you slept with and he was already dating your sister died. Some say it's better to have loved and lost, but hope you never loved them at all. Thanks. Or, it, 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 I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny. It just brought yeah. up. Well, you know, it, it was. Hey, that's for everyone who watched every season of Arrow. That's who the joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd told me about it a while back too. I could I, see. I could see um, you being like, "What the fuck?" But that's yeah, that's sort and of it for just us. like it. Yeah, I get, I get it, and it just didn't quite matter. Like, why would that's your condolence card? That feels like a fucking troll. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very mean. It's very yeah, mean. Yeah. It just didn't quite fit. I get it. Why they're putting it in there kind of thing. But uh, it didn't really match the character or or what were what her intentions would yeah. be. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I have the appreciation of like, hey, look, a little joke for those of us who watched the soap opera that was Arrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the same time, I remember thinking kind of harsh, right? I mean. Big time, you know her friend died. Yeah, you also you're the one that's also telling everyone don't bring it up, and they made that clear. So yes. that is kind of odd. And he was like, "All right, let's fix this for the legends. Fuck this up. Oh shit, can we edit that out?" <laughs> and uh, then I loved and the scene. I really liked it was Mona narrating the story of Rasputin, and they were doing some I don't know Terry Gilliam Monty Python style uh animations with the pictures and uh and she gets an idea for a book called russian nights <laughs> they show and the, they show the romance uh the not uh novel cover right which right. made me laugh mm-hmm. and uh because according to her uh, rasputin and the Serena are in love and nate and ray figure uh rasputin's gonna go try to settle uh, the score with somebody and they do this like 
montage of costume changes to like normally it'd be like guys getting into their fucking armor but they're just getting into period gear yes yeah yeah it's pretty funny and here's where we hear about mona delivering her love letter and and Ava's just like nope i'm just gonna kill him with this big fucking gun yeah <laughs> pretty good they don't have their shit together because their leader's not there uh and uh so uh nate go, they go, nate and uh, uh ray go off and uh they acknowledge that encore feels right and like oh that's right and then we get to see the adam cam or as i as i call it it's hip to be ray boom boom banana yeah all right all boom, right boom, that's all i thought of is that yeah. disturbing fucking video yeah. from huey lewis in the news yeah. you remember that video right yeah yeah no but i remember more um <clears throat> it goes down uh, his there's a peter gabriel there's a peter gross. gabriel video that's similar yeah anyways Okay, I got you. Uh, the little microscopic camera. <laughs> Every time the CG, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on first of the season yeah. is uh, hip to be Ray. Yeah. Mm. So they get uh, to some castle and some guy, the guy gets uh, tossed out of a window. The guards capture Nate and the camera crew. He says he's uh, there to interview Rescue and he's from Hollywood. And at this point, you've kind of forgotten that the crew's there, and then like one of the Russian guards just like kind of slightly turns and looks at the cameras, like, "Oh fuck yeah, remember that? There's cameras here. Uh, we're going, we're going back to that part." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Nate interviewing Rasputin. <laughs> uh, who do you? Who would you compare? Like, who is he trying to do with his uh, interview channel? Style? Is his interview style? Yeah, who do you? I can't. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe like a, a Tom Schneider. Like <laughs> oh, I, I did think. Yeah, maybe a bit yeah. Tom Schneider. Like a little more relaxed. Uh, who was the other guy from the seventies? Um, who had a who? Who was uh, uh, John Lennon was on his show. Mike uh, Douglas. Mike Douglas. Yeah. Uh, Mike. Mike. Douglas. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike Douglas never got introspective. Really. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Mike, Mike Douglas was just like, "Hey, look, celebrities, huh?" Yeah. yeah. I, I watched Mike Douglas. Yeah. Dude, I, I think you're. I think you're dead on with your first one. I think yeah, Tom, Tom Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. Do you? Okay. No, just quick aside. Do you remember that brief period of time where Letterman decided to put bring back Tom Snyder and put him after late, late night, late late show? Yeah. 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 yeah I would watch. I it. loved I mean, it. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. and, and I had a friend of mine who was obsessed with it. He taped every episode. Cool. Yeah, it was interesting. It was cool. Like it was, there was no I liked it a lot. There, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure some guests are better than others, but I just yeah. I just love Tom Snyder. I've always loved Tom Snyder. He's so hmm. awkwardly great. Yeah. And I used to who did him on SNL? It was Ackroyd, right? I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So He's a uh, uh, Gregory Rasputin uh, gets a monk mystic, possibly a zombie. Uh, Ray uh, mentions uh, you're not a big deal till you're on camera, which comes back. Oh, he does get in. Uh, Nate gets in. He's like, well, that's wild, Greasy. And I'm like, uh, is that? <laughs> is that a little bit of uh, maybe some Jiminy Glick there? Like one of those. Mm, little, oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of yeah, star that's fucker. Like, they they kind of that fucker style kind of thing. There you go. And he's. This time, Nate is blocking Ava's shot, but literally, get it? And uh, Ray decides to stop her, uh, which doesn't really. There's a couple. Uh, there's a couple points of conflict in this one that I'm like, and it, it both involve Ray. He's like, "Nope, gonna go stop her." And then when they have to fight at the end, he's like, "Can't we not use violence just to get him unconscious?" That mm-hmm. 
are really shoehorned in, but you know, they're, they're minor, but they kind of clanged for me. Um, yeah. So uh, Ava tells Rory, yeah, it's up to him. And uh, he's like, he's like, Oh fuck. Uh, Mona's here. Stops her, grabs the letter, reads it. And he likes it. Uh, especially the term uh, a musky embrace. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to think about uh, um, uh, Mick Rory's mus- musky embrace is what his balls uh, yes, smell yes. like. You know? It's the name of the cologne that comes out of his balls. <laughs> he, dude, he sells that to all of his silver foxes. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Rasputin can tell that Nate has basically been like, it was like him and had come back to life. And but that something is missing. He can sense Zari missing too. And he's like, I could I could hypnotize you. And Nate just looks at me. He's like, 100 percent all in. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they do a little swerve there that he's like, no, because everyone tells him, no, we got to stick to the legend or stick to the uh, mission kind of thing. But yeah, he's like, let's do it. And then we cut to Constantine getting tossed out of a bar with the kid, <clears throat> uh, and yells at the the them for calls them Puritans. Yeah, because he wouldn't allow a child into a, to a skeezy back alley nightclub. <laughs> Pretty funny. Pretty funny. And this is when Masha fills him in on what Astra's been doing. And Constantine the first is like, oh, I'm not going to get involved. And uh, Masha calls him out and Constantine uh, sends him to hell. And uh, then tells Gary, come on, we got to go warn the legends. And they're like, what about the kid? He's like, oh, give him the usual. And the usual, Travis. Mm-hmm. One taxi and a lollipop coming up. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be like Ooh. a, uh, I thought it, uh, it meant uh, uh, like a mind wipe. You know what I mean? And send no. them, send uh, them off, a taxi. Yeah. And for a 15 year old boy, yeah. a lollipop. Yeah, a and I, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Makes you think. Yeah. After school special stuff. Yeah. It, 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 it Here's a, it's like that and the other thing we referenced before. I'm like, what the, my problem is, these are setups for jokes that I can't do on this podcast that bubble up from my evil dark soul. Okay. You see? So don't do this to me, Legends of Tomorrow uh, writing room. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's uh, about to beat up a cameraman and, uh, uh, Bayrod figures out that uh, Gideon's got phantom uh, data. And at this point, Sarah's like, fuck it. Go, yeah, go get your stash. Let's get lit. Yeah, I love the way she said that. Like, that's what I mean. It's just starting to feel like, fuck, there's just a ton of confidence um, in the in the writing, but also in the performance because everyone's kind of getting each other and each other's strengths kind mm-hmm. of thing. You talk about Xano standing out. I think the writers really have gotten to understand his sense of humor and, and how they can, okay, we should play to this actor's strengths today. Right. Like, or or we should do it all the time. Right. And you can see it's happening with all the, just really feels like everyone's a weird bit of rejuvenation, even with the new cast member, man, it's, it's, uh, it it feels different. Well, and that's just it. Cause this, the cast r- rapidly change here. We are going th- this is the evolution. Like, as we know, you know, uh, Brandon Routh and uh, his wife, uh, uh, gosh, I fucking forgot her name, uh, uh, plays uh, Nora. I mean, they're gone halfway through here, and we go bringing in new 
team members. I mean, it's no secret Astra, who will also start this season out as sort of a villain, becomes the newest member by the right. end. Right. Uh, you know, we see that the. I mean, next season we see the eventual. I'm sorry, the, the latest season, uh, season seven, we see the uh, elevation of Gary to main cast character. And there's a ton of change, not just in tone but in cast. That that's what's uh, happening here, and I, I, I think it's just because they got since post crisis, everyone was given a bit more. Do your own thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, do your own thing. You're not beholden to that universe anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, you mentioned the elevation of, you, the elevation of Gary, one of my favorite adult or young adult novels. <laughs> I was I thought you were going to say porn, but no. okay. The elevation better. of Gary. That, you know, like, <laughs> Gary's elevation. That's a tall other. There you go. So Rory's like editing uh, the love letter. Uh, they find out rest. Uh, JC calls and says Rasputin can't be killed because uh, these souls can't be killed if their coin is uh, still in hell. And uh, spoiler, you're going to eventually need magic weapons. Uh, we're going to get to those. Uh-huh. We don't have them yet. Uh, Nate's starting to remember Zari while he's hypnotized. Ava's uh, kicking some ass and shoot. I love this. Shoots Rasputin in a head. And you know it's a headshot because he t- spits the bullet out, That's which is a, was, gr- eh? a great bit of continuity. You're like, yeah, Ava Sharp, you know being right. silly and goofy but she's a deadly motherfucker mm-hmm. headshot and he spits it out i loved it loved Crazy. it and nate passes out makes flames don't work wolfie bursts in and even wolfie gets a redemption a good fucking costume because it's like some sort of gypsy outfit mm-hmm. and it looks dope on her it looks great i'm like yeah that, that oh it, if only that could have been her costume the whole fucking time yeah, I didn't really prepared. notice the costume as much, but I, I didn't, did. I didn't think she looked a little, like. Uh, yeah, there's a part where they all kind of bust in, like they're the legends as a team. Like, oh yeah, dun, 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 they yeah. jump in, yeah. But even like as uh, the, they're the legends, and there's the wolf <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, you know, still. When I say that this uh, show reminds me a lot of Funny Justice League, there was also times where they brought in a character. Like, yeah, we're gonna put this character in Funny Justice League. And after like a couple of issues, you could tell the writers went, Oh, that didn't work, and immediately wrote them out of the fucking comic book. Right. That's what this feels like to me. Mm-hmm. So while all this bullshit's going on, uh, they're like, Good thing Sarah's not watching, and oh, she's watching, and Bayrod pours her a drink. And at this time, why don't you all go get a drink? Because we're gonna take a little break and we'll be right back. State coordinates of new land acquisition. Oh, we know that big oak tree that got struck by lightning? Negative. The barn with the funny cow mural? Negative. One-eyed scarecrow? Negative. Giant water tower? You're not from here, are you? I've never seen him. That hardly matters. Robots don't know you. We do. Hey, how's your dad doing? For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get to the rest of this uh, season uh, five, episode one or two, God, it's, my mind is, is blown, Travis, by all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but why, why don't you take over and uh, tell everyone what else we got going on? We had a great one. Yeah. Oh, tell boy. them about that, it. That awesome Mystery Titans Theater episode just dropped. 
where we got to work with the the great uh, Kevin Lyon, a.k.a. Taro, uh, former luchador, former XPW great, former uh, student of Super Dragon, but also a guy who just loves old wrestling with us. And it's just a super fun and super nice and awesome guy. And we will be joined by him again. So that was last Saturday, but I just put it up on youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Washing Machine. This is a really fun one, especially for, again, like we, we always say, it's uh, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy it. But if you are a wrestling fan, we got got two surprise uh, Tiger Mask appearances in this footage from 82 and two great matches at both of them, and as well as uh, Flair and Wyndham at the end and a match with uh, Taro himself. So, yeah, I've already he's one of those guys where as soon as it's done, I'm like, OK, when when can we uh, schedule to have uh, this guy back on such a good time? So great meeting him. And, you know. Gave uh, gave our little goofy show a little bit of that uh, credibility. That, uh, uh, a little we, bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, because I mean, uh, also the the match we watched uh, our friend in also featured a fellow named Excalibur, who's now the voice of AEW wrestling. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, someone needs to hashtag him into this fucking thing. That's right. Tony Khan. Hey, Tony Khan. He could sponsor this show. Oh my god. Arrow Wiki. Tony Khan. Put us. Put put us on fucking dark. <laughs> I've it. seen worse managers in fucking AEW than giving us a fucking break. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Mystery Titans Theater. YouTube.com slash C slash Jarvis Watch Machine. But we are every other Saturday and we go live. And next, uh, our next episode is going to be with our old friend Brad McNeil, but also with all, another uh, local comedian who uh, I worked that wrestling show with recently. And he actually t- took a spot, like did a, a stalled suplex uh, from mm. one of the, one of the towels. It was killer. I hope we can get that, that footage at some point. Uh, uh, Kyle finds uh super funny guy. Uh, so that's going to be great too. It'll be more, it won't be as uh, history laden because it'll be just the four of us and we'll be fucking around as much. And we won't have uh, the Ken Burns of wrestling, the great Kelly T Nelson with us. But um uh, really look for that, and that'll be twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine on Saturday. Uh, let me check here. I want to get the date exactly right. Uh, Saturday, May 7th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, lots of great shows here on the Pwom Podcast Network. Don't forget about that. That's where we are, Pwom. Now's the time of the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage, and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage Brew. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, it's the uh, middle of the week, Johan, so taking it easy with a 4.5% alcohol of our friends. I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this one before. Our good friends at Four Winds Feather, uh, Four Winds Brewery in Delta, British Columbia, the IPA. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good, all that stuff. But hey, uh, last week, Johan, mm-hmm. a couple uh, ladies by. Yeah, I know. know normally, I mean, normally that. it's a normally it's a sausage party around here, but yeah. Um, so uh, you, you you heard from them at all? What's that? Have you heard from them at all? We we've spoken. I had yes, I have been in. My name come up at all? Your name, sir? Yes, sir. Nuts as no no no. Fuck you. Goodbye. Shit, he didn't even insult my palate. He did like that. Uh, uh, I saw fault. his face. I, mean, I saw. I know. I know. I, I, I just. I. Uh, 
uh, I like he had a bit a bit of a look of disbelief. Um, I I I don't think he. Uh, uh, maybe we'll hear from him again. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll see if we can ask him about it next time. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going there. <laughs> He's got knives and shit. Yeah, but uh, like I, I don't know. He looked a little broken from that news. Oh, uh, that's you know, all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, usually, I don't feel for the guy. You saw me trying to trying to dance around uh-huh. it. I, I tried. You tried to sugarcoat it. I did, but uh, something you got to, dude. Let me tell you, I've been taking these. Le- I've been reading all these leadership books for this leadership course, and I realized yeah. you, you got to just shoot straight sometimes. <laughs> I guess we got to turn the camera on sometimes when we're doing these Zoom things, so you can really just get a view of the uh, body language. Because, whoo, you ever see a, a man shrink? You know, <laughs> you ever see a man shrink upon receiving some news? I think that's a great idea. I think we should start uh, uh, turning on the cameras while we do this. <laughs> and I, I am DB Curious. Now, this first bit of trivia, I can't believe I never saw this before because I've, I've bounced in and out of this for a while. And I was like, I wonder if, okay, the phone number on the business card that Gary has, if you called that number, Travis, you got a message from Gary. Oh, really? Yeah. And I called it the other day to think that can't still be active, can it? It sure as fuck can. Huh. And I'd love to try to play it through the microphone, but I'm sure it'd sound like shit. Is it on YouTube? I don't think so. I didn't I look. You, maybe I'll look for it, and then we, we can see if we can sneak it in here. Okay, but uh, let me just uh, uh, read it to you. The number, by the way, everyone, is 646-396-8703. That's the number on the card. You will receive a voice message from Adam Checkman. Saying, uh, maybe I just won't read the whole thing. I'll just give you the gist. You've reached John Constantine's demon defeaters and more. If this is a true demonic emergency and you're in immediate mortal peril, you've called the right number. Unfortunately, we've stepped away from the phone, so you'll have to leave a message. And uh, remember, our merch shop is open. So get your official John Constantine demon defeaters and more t-shirts with original artwork by Gary Green. And then it goes on. Uh, it ends with uh, Constantine yelling at him. And, uh, Why are you using my credit card? Why is there a bunch of fucking t-shirts laying around? Ha. <laughs> Crazy. That's cool. Well, that's and it's fun. still up. It's still up. This, I mean, this was a few years ago. I think the uh, one I've never, I never called it, but that one eight seven seven tame her, the Frank TJ Mackey, uh, Tom Cruise character from Magnolia line. You could actually like that was in, uh, in use for a while. Um, but I never actually called. But I love when I love when somebody does that. I think Crispin Glover had a comedy album that was the name of the comedy album was his home phone number, and you could actually <laughs> call him. <laughs> that crazy. And you know, fairly, thirty six out of thirty six found that interesting. It's thirty eight out of thirty eight now, guys. <laughs> and now it's time for user reviews. And so, like I said, a lot of people hated this. I mean, there was a ton of people going, "What the fuck." What's going really? on? This really? oh no, there was a 
a lot. There was like 39. And out of the 39, uh, maybe 10 going like 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10. I love the direction they're taking. I love it. And a ton of dudes going, what the fuck is this? I didn't, st- I, w- I want to watch a superhero show. And this is not a superhero show, okay. basically. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. All right. That's very, very, like, yeah. If that, this would have been like the first one they would have seen. You know what I mean? Uh, no, these are guys, these are people, yeah. that, a lot of like, you know, when this was better when Rip was on, that sort of thing, you know, like, yeah, not into this. You're, you, you, you do start to see an exodus of those uh, mm-hmm. guys, and I'll say guys, and then more, like, you read the current ones, <clears throat> yeah. the fandom now, I mean, it's hard to find a negative one, because it's right. just people okay. going cool. crazy about it. So this so. is just like, yeah, the shift and everything. It's funny yeah. that you mentioned that, and we'll get to trivia later. Unless uh, did we already do? Trivia? Oh no, we did it. Please come. Let's let's uh, let's bring it back around. Legally, you mentioned Rip Hunter there. Technically and legally, the government has no right to take the Wave Rider from the Legends, as it was originally Rip Hunter's and the Legends property. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You know, the U.S. government though. Yeah, yeah they'll on. find a way around it. They'll, they'll like, find oh, a way around. Oh right? yeah, like uh, yeah. It's like, you know how much you owe. You know how you know how much yeah. you owe for mayonnaise and costumes. Yeah. Yeah. And I love because here's another thing about this. This is the this is the the end of the time bureau. They they literally just write it off, and just this is it. It's been completely written off. No more time bureau whatsoever. Oh yeah, and we get the reason why they tell you the reason why. Like, oh, how are we gonna get money? And Mick's like Fabergé egg, and like, oh yeah, that's how we're gonna get money. Hmm. Mick, you know, and that becomes the entire. They're not tied to anything anymore. I so. like that a lot. I like that a lot because that's him, man. That's your guy. That's where he, you know, you, he literally you gotta, says it. Yeah, guys. Yeah, that's what he does. He robs places and steals yeah. stuff. That's yeah. So use it. Okay, but strolling away, we've got to go back to user reviews because I, I did have to pick two that stood out of the negative ones. Okay, four out of ten. This isn't the legends from the Stormbolt twenty two. This show has become too silly, and as a result, I can't take anything seriously anymore. Deaths won't be a thing anymore. This is as campy as Batman 66 now. But here's where this takes a little turn. Also, I don't like how Nate speaks so down at all the crossovers. It's like he thinks he's too good for it. But if he's going to diss on the other heroes, I'm not going to support his character. And one other thing, I don't like how disrespectful Ava is towards Oliver. I understand she never met him, but the man died. It was a big part of Sarah's life. I expected better. Who's this? Who is this? The Stormbolt. The Stormbolt. He's no Drefke. No, no. I, I, I was hoping we could get, not mention the name again. It's t- No, I had to think about gonna... it. It's going to be a while. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be hard. We gotta go um, back to this shit. Okay, what was our numbers on Stormbolt there? Thirteen out of thirty found that helpful. Yeah, take a walk, Stormbolt. Take a walk. Next up, I don't know. This one's just weird. One out of ten, gruesome. From <laughs> Manorial. Is it all caps? Is it all caps? That'd Not. Be no. No. That'd no. Be pretty good. No. 
This episode started good, as most episodes of the show, but in the end, when Rasputin was simply exploded by an unaware ray, my admiring for this series died down. I have an, I have an advice for you. The crew, oh, stop taking everything as a joke. There's nothing funny or adequate about this. The body is one of the gifts God gave to us. Oh, you people never talk about topics you do not like to want to touch, but what made you think? This of all things was appropriate to show on television. Oh. That's a shame. Here's my one thing I'm gonna say. When it went God, I was I'm like, when it, went, when it went, how dare you show that that happened to a body? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 mean, I it's, it, it is it, fucking. It, it is fucking intense. Me. It is a new. Uh, it is a new level. For them i get it but just oh, to phrase it, like, it phrase it that way that. yeah yeah junior uh, yeah. what you watching in there i'm watching First my wow. show it's the history of the <laughs> russia and imperialism it's not that guy i have to learn something i'll sit down right oh my god what happened to rasputin i don't know i would let the kid watch his show henry Remember when we were remember when we were season one recurring characters on this podcast? Barely. <laughs> I'm so happy that they popped back up. Yeah. I never I did not plan that. Zero out of zero found that helpful. And that's and I'm just talking and I'm just talking about our bit, not that. Hey, so back to the show, Sarah's yelling at the crew. Ray's trying to say, hey, we're just trying to give you a break. And she's got this great scene where she breaks down in front of them. And she's like, you don't understand what the fuck I saw. My best friend died. And I just wanted to come back to my family. And this is what you fucking give me, a fucking cameras and shit. And fucking I thought wonderful. she knocked it out of the park. Fucking wonderful, man. Katie fucking lots. The straw that stirs the pot. Yeah. This feels great, man. This episode felt great. This is a solid, uh, if I can keep rhyming, a solid eight. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Like, feels, um, it feels different. It feels different and, and in a good way. As, uh, for all the things that we've said already. And then you could just, man, <clears throat> if they figured out this formula, and I get the sense that they have, or at least we're about starting to see this, because this is when my friend... Uh, uh, John Hedgepeth started to, around this time started to get the idea for a, a podcast on this show. Pretty much, yeah. Um, uh, then this is this is exciting. This is I get a re I got a real sense of excitement. Watch, even though we talked about how it was imperfect and stuff with the plot twist at the end and stuff. Like I got real tug at the heartstring stuff, and it started. It feels like a real show, man. It feels like a real mm -hmm. show. I'm excited to see what comes next. And, and and there's going to be episodes that succeed on various levels, but it has a dedicated tone now, and will it get sometimes too silly for some people? Maybe, but it. we know what we're... They know what they're doing. They know what... They, they know what this, they want the show to be. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at now. Mm -hmm. And it becomes varying various levels of that, of keeping it going. How much fun and silly and heartfelt can we make this show? 
to yeah. create this in the image that we want. We, that we're no longer beholden to the continuity. We're no longer beholden to being an Arrowverse type show. We're our own show. Yeah. This is where it happens right cool. here. Cool. All the, all the, all the shackles are gone mm-hmm. uh, uh, from the past. It, and you saw that again, on lots of the shows that existed, the flash sort of, exi- you know, was always a hit. So they didn't worry about change anything outside of cast. Superman and Lois comes in and feels like lots of people are like, how come they never talk about Supergirl? It's like, because they're not doing that right now. They're concentrating on their own show, not how they're interconnected with the other shows mm-hmm. and letting the creative people working there create their own thing without having to be beholden to an interconnected universe. That's just kind of established, which mm-hmm. is what's going on here with legends. Like they almost never, after this, they almost never talk about, the other superheroes and like i don't know anything like i can see how some of those other shows might be better if they have these connections to everything and have these bigger scopes and stuff but i can see how not this one not this one yeah yeah that's what i'm saying yeah and then here we go let's uh strap in pal so uh, so we cut to ava stress cleaning the gallery and she's quoting a a negative uh, performance review that she wrote for herself (laughs) pretty funny pretty funny uh nate on the inversion table with Veyrod talking about the memories of this uh, version of his sister. He, uh, he, he doesn't know. Uh, and this is one of those of uh, jokes that was shoehorned in, but the way it's paid off, I don't give a shit. It almost feels Rick and Morty ish. Cause which, which he, joke? because Veyrod goes, gotcha, man. Time for some time for some Stella. Thought you want to watch some Stella? And he's like, Stella no, my groove, my groove feels fine. I know. He did a little bit of a dance there to, to kind of test it out, too. Yeah. Really good, subtle <laughs> stuff. No, the groove is there. No, it's good. We don't need to watch. That was like, it's like, it's kind of like he took the consider, he took the suggestion into consideration for a minute. So good. You're right. Zano, Zano, MVP of, uh, of, uh, meet the, meet the legends. Ding, ding. So they figure out what's wrong with Gideon or what's going on. They figure out that they, must have altered the timeline at Hayworld. And uh, Bayrod says, we didn't break time to Sarah. He says, we must have just dinged it a little. And then Rasputin appears on the screen because they left the fucking camera crew there. So like you said, it switches back to a Legends episode because the camera crew has been left with Rasputin. Yeah. And, and that was a little like, what? Really? They established that earlier. There was one shot earlier where it was clear there weren't cameras on them. You know, it was a one little shot to establish they could do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it goes back. But I didn't really bother me. I, okay. I was like, oh, shit. I like that. Yeah. It was just a little too, like, how are you going to forget a fucking human being? Oh, that, okay. That idea. Yeah. That, okay, <laughs> that part. That's so funny. I'm going on the artistic level. You're going by that. How the fuck did you forget the camera crew? <laughs> yeah. Come on. You dumb motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I get it. But whatever. Everybody's having a good time. And he comes on. He's like, the man with the the, the hair product. He was right. Uh, you got to be a big deal on camera. And he tells us his evil plan. And he does a bad. <laughs> he does like a bad evil laugh. And the one guard going, no, no, no. You you, you have to nail the laugh. Yeah. He's like, oh, you yeah. another take. Okay. Oh. And then does it. And that what goes to commercial break. The second I, one is break. so good. The best it's great. bad guy it's laugh great. ever. It's great. He does the yeah. best bad guy laugh ever. Yeah, it's so, so good. funny. This guy, this guy, Rasputin. What is his last name? The Eklund Standard? Is the Eklund Standard. The Eklund Standard. 
Dude, this show alone, we've come up with the Eklund Standard and Vince Berlanti Jr. Yeah. This has been a great night. Yeah. He says he's going to kill the Romanovs and become an immortal czar. So Sarah decides, decides that, oh, fuck all these idiots, Bayrod, you and me, we'll go take care of this. And so we cut to uh, the castle. Rasputin's yelling at the waiters about goblets and uh, talks about the tea cakes and looks right at the camera. He's like, they're laced with cyanide. (laughs) (laughs) He's loving it. He's loving it. He's loving it. He's made for reality television. (laughs) The true housewives of (laughs) St. Petersburg. Like I mean, like, like, like that's the other thing too. Is like they accept, like, uh, yeah, these are cameras. This is what we're doing now. And like in the eighteen hundreds, they, like, yeah, okay, let's go. Well, this is nineteen uh, roll, roll tape. Roll tape. Is that well, what it's, when is it's nineteen seventeen? Because okay, okay. Because well, it, it does. Apparently, no one in Russia has seen what cameras look like from the future, and just assume yeah. that Hollywood cameras look like what they would look like in twenty twenty one. There you go. That's Maybe the jump. That's okay, okay. But got it, got Nate's it. Nate's explanation is we're a film crew from Hollywood. <clears throat> but there's a couple a couple things like that. And I, I kind of get the feeling, uh, I, I don't know. I, I have ideas about what's going to happen with this show. As I said, I, like it feels like everyone's playing to each other's strengths and yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada, and everybody's cooking. But I get the feeling there's going to be a lot of these leaps and a lot of the, who cares? Let's just keep. This, oh, there's uh, a ton of keep them. This, keep there's this party going. Keep this party going. Yeah. This season is a lot of keep the party going and it works. Yeah. yeah. Literally. I'll, I'll tell you this. The best final fight. Cool. Ever in legends is this okay. season. Okay. Cool. By far. Cool. By far. And it's all about, there's a party aspect to it. So you're, you, you've nailed that. You've fucking nailed that. Nailed the chief. It's a party snake or a sneak. I don't know. You know what? Anyone, look, anyone who works there, I know you're aware of us. You're just not allowed to say. Just slide into my DMs at Guys Gideon on Twitter and just clarify. Just clarify. Just clarify. Mm -hmm. The snake sneak joke. Was it inside baseball? Just give me a little something. I won't even say anything. A wink at Travis. And that's it. Just let me know. Because it's fucking murdering me. Murdering my soul. Hilarious. So the Romanovs arrive. We see Sarah in the background. There's a nice little shot. Like you see the cameraman recognizes her and it slowly moves to her. And she kind of gives a look like fucking, you know, don't look at me, stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bayrod's dressed up uh, as a soldier. Uh, Rasputin uh, talks to the Romanovs. He's like, "I have a hearty constitution. That's why I, you know." And they they list they keep listing like, "Well, we stabbed him and poisoned him and hung him and draw and quartered him. You can't just kill this asshole." Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're blowing the tea cakes out of the hand. Sarah's kicking them out of the hand. The ledgers are watching on the ship, and uh, Rasputin. Even this was more death. This this episode does a Trump joke and does it deftly because we've seen how not deftly they've been done on these right. shows. Before. Which one did I miss it? What was it? Well, that's just it. Uh, Rasputin's yelling at the Romanovs about "Look what you've done to this country," and Sarah gets in her face, his face like, "Let me guess, you're the only one that can fix it," or maybe something like that. It was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, and you're the only one who can make it." They didn't even say make it great. They did yeah, it yeah. in a way. I, was right, like, right. I know okay, what that okay. means, and they're right. they're they're writing smart now. They're writing okay. writing that shit a lot smarter. 
Although I would vote for this guy. You know, he's he's outstanding. <laughs> Put me on the, the Rasputin train. Right, reality television star, same thing, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's got a bauble, apparently, that can hypnotize people, which was, okay, sure. And hypnotizes Bayrod, and he's going to be, fi- he's fighting Sarah. Is and, this part uh, of the, the, the Rasputin mythos? I don't think so. Yeah. He was okay. a real person. I don't think okay. he had magic baubles. I know, like the whole, but like the old idea that he could come back from the dead and stuff, or that. I think he might have been hard to kill. That that yeah, was yeah, definitely yeah. that was definitely true. That's what the Steven Steven Seagal is playing him in that movie, Hard to Kill. I believe he's playing. Oh my god! Steven I almost Seagal did a fucking spit take. You asshole! Steven Seagal mm. is Rasputin in Hard to Kill. <laughs> when we do turn the cameras on for this, you're going to see all the almost spit takes into my yeah, fucking yeah, microphone. Yeah, that was good. That listeners was one of them, and uh, I love this. Sarah is like kicking all the soldiers' asses to like Russian step music. It's like fiddler. It's like a really violent fiddler on the roof uh, scene. In my favorite scene that my character was in. To life, to life, lahayam, 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 to life. But it's Sarah Lance kicking the shit out of people. Huh. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's holding off Bayrock. She doesn't want to kick his ass. And they're like, oh, Anastasia's here. Who Anastasia's supposed to be a little girl. Wouldn't they be like, Anastasia, who's suddenly, what, I don't know, six foot tall? Because it's Ava. Oh, right, right, right. She throws a fucking knife into Rasputin. And here's where the legend's all like, dun-dun-dun, we're here. Yeah, let's party. But I remember a scene from uh, more than one uh, scene from... uh, season one where they did that where they all just sort of jump in the frame as yeah. a team showing up at some party mm-hmm. <laughs> never with a wolf woman in a gypsy outfit yeah but yes. Yes. i'm just saying it looks great on her i, I just wanted to get that point in one more time mm-hmm. r.i.p wolf uh, mick punches another cameraman Ray blasts for sputin, it doesn't hurt, and Sarah's off saving the Roman Romanoffs. And this is for her and Ava like talking out their feelings while beating the shit at a guards, but by giving each other hints like behind you, hun. Behind you, yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was great. Loved really? It. Yeah, I thought Loved it felt it. a little a little uh forced in there, but whatever. Whatever. I, I love it because it, it's not the first time they've done it. It's, it's, it's good that, that it thing. led to them almost kissing, and then they finally do get the kiss at the end. I like that. And that I'll tell you, I'll, 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 there's a little bit of trivia I saved. The kiss at the end and the swoon, completely mm-hmm. improvised by yeah. the two of them, and they left that in. And uh, what I've also learned uh, from uh, listening to uh, Eric Gow was they let these people improvise uh, and leave stuff in. If it's cool. good. And apparently Nick Zano is one of the ones who gets his stuff left in. Yeah. Uh, when he does a little Im- it, goofy improvising. Hmm. So yeah, Sarah says Roman. I was yada. Yada. Uh, Ray arrives again. He's like, "Why? we don't need to use violence. And Wolfie knocks him out and he accidentally shrinks, which that was one of the, like I said, one of the things that clanged for me. I'm like, why, why would Ray suddenly like, can't we all just talk about this? Yeah. You're in the middle of the battle. It, yeah. That was the clanger for me. Okay, I get it. But, I don't know, does it really matter? Because Sarah picks up Ray, throws him, to, tells Rasputin to gloat for the camera, throws little Ray into his belly, but he wakes up in his stomach 
in the acids and says it smells like pierogi. Smells like pierogies. Yeah, that made me laugh. Fucking great. Made me hungry for pierogies, is what yeah. it did. Yeah. Mm. And uh I'm sure you've had your fair share of pierogies, my friend, oh, right? Dude, yeah. yeah. I, I love pierogies. My 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 baba used to make uh, amazing pierogies. Let uh, me th- and my and my my uh my sister still uh, to this day mm. uh kind of continues the uh family tradition. Well, if I may suggest something to try, I know it might sound shocking, mm-hmm. but you know, I have an Italian background. Have you ever had uh pierogi parmesan? What? Oh, oh no, you make your pierogies, then put them in a there's a way to do it. Yeah. I'll find you the recipe. And you put them in like you know in the, the big baking dish. Yeah. And then as you would a chicken parm, and then you cover them with tomato sauce and parmesan and cook them and have a pierogi parmesan crazy it's the best maybe someday you know i really don't like um crispy pierogies i don't like uh things where they get oh they're not good though they're nice and soft they're nice and good yeah with the the tomato sauce oh by the way by the way my favorite thing on twitter is italian elon musk it's the best it's so funny i was in a lot here Uh, (laughs) it was all for not though it sounds like he's uh walking away oh really yep he's not buying Oh, you posted that, and I thought yeah. uh, I didn't get it. Oh, yeah. that's fucking funny. No, oh, that's even better. Yeah. And oh, I thought I thought everyone would like stand. me. Nope. Yeah, yeah. So Ray enlarges, and blam, guts going everywhere. And I remember being a little take. I was much like that person uh, in the IMDb. Not I remember thinking, like this "Wow, is- that's pretty gross for yeah. fucking legends." Yeah, pretty violent, pretty wild, kind of grindhousey. Yeah. I mean, and it was that dark fake blood. It looked visceral. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean a giant man came out in a leather coat uh, with a thriller uh, <laughs> contact lenses yes. and a and a and a, okay, and a, okay. and a bleach blonde. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm really trying to force this viscera joke. Uh, okay, in. okay. Much like Vince tried to force viscera in as a character. Yeah. That's right. Come on. Uh, work, him, work him into the Berlantiverse. <laughs> God damn it, pal. There's got to be a place for him. And look at look at the size of him. I can picture a Mel just dancing around him. It'd be great. And Ray, what, uh, this is it. He gets his catchphrase. Because after he, because he doesn't even realize what's going on. And he goes, size matters. <laughs> Uh, yeah, burst <laughs> hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. A dick joke, get a dick yeah, joke. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and then in, I love this. It immediately cuts to Ray on because he didn't know he killed the guy or didn't really kill the guy because he's still alive. They because you know, they, they can't be dead, so they have to store Rasputin, uh, in all the old uh mustard the jars. jars, these yeah. jars, yeah, with his jars. eye moving around, yeah. But Ray's like, oh, you know, sometimes, you know, in this job, you, you know, you got to do what you got to do and people can die. I'm like, yep. Just like in the old West, when you were a fucking human bullet, Ray, just taking people out left and fucking right. <laughs> what I'm saying, Ray Palmer is your murderer. Is That's all I'm saying. Uh, Ava looks at all this and goes, I think the public will love this. And that's when the kiss happens later on. She literally looks at Sarah and she's like, I kind of see how people uh, have, could have a hard time following this show. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we see, Wahlberg. 
uh, Nate's clipping magazine picks to make a Zari face. I thought that was mm. a kind of cool scene. It's it's something that could easily easily be played creepy, but the fact that they act he the the um, I don't know the art department whoever did that it looked great it looked yep. super cool. And so we're at drinks at a party. They're at a screening in Hollywood for the big premiere. And backstage, the director's like, "This is great. We're gonna have cameras on every mission." Uh, and I need you guys to go out there and lose your bad news bears vibe, which I, I really that's that's when I turned on Kevin. It's like, yeah, what the greatest movie of all time? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey Yankees, you and Kevin, take your trophy and shove it up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till next year. And uh, so they go out for the Q&A and Ava realizes that Sarah doesn't want any of this. And she immediately goes, it's all fake. And the whole team realizes what's going on. And they're like, yeah, you're all a bunch of fucking suckers. Mixie yelling at him like, nerd, shut up, nerds, not real. And this is them putting the stamp on. Yep. Remember when we were part of this giant continuity? Mm-hmm. Nope. All fake. Yeah. I all mean, gone. it was super like yeah. it, this felt like. Um... Uh, would have read more on a comic book page, um, maybe a little better. Of like, I you can just see them walking off the stage and stuff and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <clears throat> I-, I thought it was all a little quick and easy to well, to make this all kind of. Oh, it was very it. quick and easy. And there yeah. is one aspect they leave in uh, of they're like, yeah, hey, world, all fake. But uh, okay, when we meet. The Zari character in this timeline, that's the Zari who grew up as the girl with the dragon. And right. she's known she was known to be famous as the dragon girl. So they keep that bit. Like you said, they don't care. They're gonna yeah. keep that bit and get rid of the rest of it. Hmm. Uh I did like when they're like, come on, people. Like Bayrod goes, with our modern germs, if we're going back in time, we'd be wiping uh, people fucking yes, out. Yes, single sneezes. And, yeah. and uh, what was the other one that I thought was fucking hilarious? Um, oh, oh, yeah. They're like, hey, did you ever wonder how why Rasputin uh, could speak English? Yeah. And Kevin yeah, looks at funny. them and goes, and back to back to season one, my friend. Yes. Kevin yeah. goes, I thought you said it was temporal linguistic aphasia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. You got pretty into funny. season one joke. Pretty nice. Funny. Nice. Funny. And. So they're back on the wave rider. Bayrod again says how fame can mess with people. And they're like, oh, wait, what about the money? And that's when the Fabergé egg thing happens. And they yeah. clearly go, nope, we're not connected to anything anymore. And we're completely funded by the fact that Mick is a fucking thief and steals shit throughout time. Klepto on the squad will be fine. Mm-hmm. And so Constantine arrives. He's like, I, I heard you were in town for your movie. I'm uh, just checking in. Uh fills them in on what's going on, draws a sigil, and then he has to, and here was my moment, he has to drink some Rasputin. (laughs) A whole fucking jar. They all all drank Rasputin. Oh, yeah. That's all. Them acting like they were going to puke, and him... Is what drew it for you? No, it just just made it worse. Even though I knew that that was tomato juice with a... (laughs) With a with a super with a super ball painted to look like an eye in it or whatever, yeah. I went whoa! Like, whoa! And watching you mean Mad Ball, a Mad Ball, not Super Ball, Mad Balls. Remember Mad Balls? Uh, dude, dude, Mad Balls on Spring Break, bro. <laughs> I saw Mad Balls. No, Mad Balls. 
We call them super. Mad, you talk, the real bouncy Mad, ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mad That's Balls it. was like, okay. uh, yeah. Anyways, it was a spinoff. It oh, was they painted collection. like eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one that was like an eye. Might have been a and Canadian there, thing. I'll find it for you. <laughs> it's part of like the 80s gross out phase. Oh, like I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, the 70s brought us slime, man. It, it was it was starting in the 70s. I had slime yeah. with eyeballs. That was a Ooh. toy. <laughs> so made for my father's snot, and we loved it. And that's we what we played it. with. And we were thankful. Yes. <laughs> so he 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 disappears back to hell to go uh, confront Astra. Mm-hmm. Why did he have to? Was there a reason why he had to go on the Wave Rider to do that? Because he was supposed to be warning them about there's all these uh, souls loose in time, so yeah. that so that's okay. why he went to Just the Wave to Rider. Get my heads up. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess he needed the uh, he needed to drink raspy there too. Yeah, he needed the Eklund advantage. <laughs> <laughs> he was going into the, 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 the underworld. Oh god, I love it when we finish fucking strong. You the fucking man, Travis. Let's go. So Mick, uh, this is the scene where Mick uh, tells Mona that you know what he's got to get back to stealing, and he's going to give her the Rebecca Silver franchise. And uh, she's like, "Well," and it's so it's so sweet. She's like, "There's more inside me than Wolfie," and we get to see Dominic Purcell actually plays sweet you know and caring about someone that he clearly cares about almost in a fatherly way which we're gonna get see well spoilies by the end of this season we get to see that in actuality uh because they realize that's a good relationship that to to explore a fatherly relationship with him but not gonna be with this uh uh, not gonna be with young ramona here because out the door you go yeah and her dirty like that's really just get the fuck out of here Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's well, scene. And yeah. here's what touched me during this, though, because she looks at me, she says, You know, your last book sucked. Uh, and uh, if I'm going to write, I got to leave. And Mick goes, like, whoa, 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 what? He didn't want her to leave. He's like, I'm going to give this to you, but you're not going to leave me, right? Yeah. And when she hugs him and just goes, You're you were my favorite. Yeah, that's what blinded me to. That's what blinded me to the the utter doing doing her dirty. uh, Mm -hmm. Originally, till you put it. That's why you're here, Travis, to point out how this this how dirty. There's there's just no tease. There's just no tease that this is like her send off and things like that. Like I think that you know they had bigger fish to fry. Clearly, you know. On the other side of that coin, I could also see them being real, real, real. Sorry, realizing character didn't work wouldn't it have been crueler just to have written off, off screen, off screen? Yeah. off screen of you course know? of course yeah at yeah. least they gave For her sure. an, yeah. i think at least at least they gave her an yeah. episode to, an episode to and to, and to that shine. is different different yeah or to, or to play more to her strengths as we yeah. said before there and like uh yeah yeah i agree but uh yeah good goodbye goodbye and farewell and good luck <laughs> and again we will see ramona young at the end of this yeah so we end with Nate and uh, Bayrod uh, doing a memory scrub of Gideon, and suddenly it's help me, Obi Nate Kenobi. You're my only hope, Big and time. it's Zari, uh, mm-hmm. and, and she says something might happen. Please, fi- I love you. Find me, and then it's memory scrub complete. Dun dun dun. Really that, good. 
which I loved. I was like, this is such a silly, fun episode. So good, and then it really, boom. Like, yeah, hey, hit the is. just the right amount, big time. Hit the right amount of uh, heartstrings there. Like, ooh, he's got to find her. He's got to find her. Go, Nate, find her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Travis, as far as we are, I think we already talked about clearly. You can see, this is when we talk about this is when the show changes. This is yeah. them putting the stamp in so many ways. This is what you're getting from now on. So, cool. you know, to like I said, various levels of success, but we're at the, as you said, like, I want to do a show. Of, I want to do a podcast about how this clunky, clunky spinoff show became what it is now. And this is the major turning point cool. is season four. Uh, and season this five. kickoff season five. show season five. I am so sorry. Yeah. Season yeah. five. Yeah. So, I don't think we have anything else to talk about. I just want to plug again our friends at Bebo's Legends Podcast on Instagram. Uh, the, the time after time show. Uh, being such good sports. I want to thank all of our guests from our crisis special. Uh, Kelly and Pete and Jeffrey and James and again uh, uh, Lainey and Carrie. Be sure to tune into all the shows on the Pwam Podcast Network. Uh, follow uh Travis and I uh, for Mystery Titans Theater at Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube and check out the live Twitch stream every uh, two weeks for some hilariously uh, like you want to hear four guys talking over each other but in a fun way yeah, yeah, Mystery yeah. Titans Theater baby <laughs> thanks again Travis and we will talk to you next time adios